What's up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the JC Pro Show, where we discuss all the things about starting up your own online business and how to survive and thrive as an online entrepreneur. My name is Justin Kappen Pro. I am a startup business mentor, branding strategist, and digital content creator that specializes in aiding and guiding startup business owners just like you to monetize your unique gifting, talent, or idea and build a profitable and scalable brand leveraging the power of social media marketing. I do not waste my time and I choose not to waste yours, so let's dive right in. Let's get to it, y'all. Today, we're talking about the root of goal failure. We're talking about the number one reason why you might be continually struggling to achieve your goals. If you are someone, if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, but even if you're not, if you find that you you set goals at the beginning of the new year and then at the end of every year, you found that you struggled to achieve those goals or you struggle throughout the different seasons of the year, you struggle quarter after quarter no matter what the goal is. If you're struggling to get yourself to the finish line of your goals, there's a reason for that and I wanna uncover that today. So let me just start you out with this, all right? Goal, goal failure is not due to poor planning. It's not due to a lack of time. It's not due to a lack of money. A lot of people like to like to blame their goal failure on circumstances, external circumstances that seem to be the most common, whether it's, you know, I don't have enough time, I'm too busy, I have so much going on, I'm distracted, I don't have the right resources or I don't have the right money. It's, it's deeper than that. The root of goal failure is bigger than that. Those things are just symptoms. You know, you know think about it's currently February 11th, all you guys that are watching this on the podcast or on YouTube, uh, currently, the day I'm recording this is February 11th. We're almost halfway through the second month of the year, and um, you know, I just challenge you to be honest with yourself for a second and try to identify where are you in relation to the goals that you gave yourself on January 1st. Because that first 90 days of the year is so important, right? We come out of the gate of the holidays. This year's going to be different. This year's going to be new. I've got I got big things that I'm aspiring to accomplish. I got big milestones that I want to achieve and we come out inspired and motivated and driven to accomplish more, do more, impact more in this new year than we ever have before. But what tends to happen is January goes by in a blink, right? Just like that, it's over. I don't know about you, but my January felt exactly like that. Where all of a sudden January was over. And then here we are in February. So then usually what happens notoriously is January goes by way faster than you expected. And so then February kicks in. You're like, whoa, the first month of the year is already gone. I got to kick it into gear. I need to get some progress going. And usually February is when the distractions happen. February is when unforeseen stuff comes up where things were a little bit di more difficult than you thought they would be. You don't start, you don't see progress as fast as you thought it would come. And so all of a sudden we're at the end of February and then you're now you're facing March. For March is when frustrations occur. That's when you're like, I'm already two months into this year. I'm going. I'm re almost fast approaching the end of the first quarter. I'm not near as far along as I thought I would be. And March notoriously is quit month. It's where people give up. March is when people realize, you know what? This is just going to be another year, just like last year. And, and March notoriously is quit month. Statistically. Only 8% of people that set goals in January actually follow through to achieve what they set out to achieve in, in January. Isn't that crazy? 8%. So I'm going to challenge you not to be that statistic. Because I can say with a reasonable amount of certainty that the average small business owner won't get anywhere near the goals that they set for themselves this year. Why would you say that, Justin? Because it's a statistical fact. Because most small business owners 
don't address this goal-crushing problem that we're talking about today, the number one reason why you might be continually struggling to achieve your goals is because you continue to operate in an environment that does not support your growth. You continually operate in an environment that does not support your growth. You can't possibly expect more of yourself if you don't change the environment that continually prevents you from acting on your growth plans. Things like in, in, interruptions in your workspace or client demands or technological issues or challenges or spending time on the small details. All that type of stuff feels like this is what's slowing me down, Justin. This is what's stopping me. And sure, those problems can be problems and they will continue to block your growth if you don't address them. But the real problem is not around you. The real problem is inside of you. If goal failure is a consistent thing constantly coming up with you year after year, season after season, month after month, quarter after quarter, if you're constantly struggling to achieve those goals, you don't have an external problem, you have an internal problem. So while those examples that I just gave you may exist in your external problem, they are a problem. It's also very important to con to consider your internal environment. Things like self-doubt, fear of failure, uh, belief systems like there's there's I don't have enough money or I'll, or I'll never have enough money. The truth is money and time blocks are usually more significant in the mind than in reality, right? Because there's almost always a workaround for a lack of funds or a tight schedule. But entrepreneurs fail to see those things because you have an internal, you have an internal, you know, I'm going to call it a, I'm going to call it a virus, right? Because once you really start addressing those bigger issues in inside, solutions to your problems will almost always start to service. And I see you girls, Maggie, thanks for coming in. And Tasha, good morning to you as well. So I want you to ask yourself this question. I want you to think about a goal that you are currently working to pursue. Think about the, the, the January 1st goals that you set for yourself this year. And I want you to think about what can what's going to stop you from achieving that goal. And if, and if you really want to go a little deeper, I challenge you to think about, all right, this is my goal for this year. How do I feel about the goal that I'm going after this year? And can you list 10 things that are going to, that are or, or you think might get in the way of achieving that goal? 10 things. Try to identify 10 things. Let's think about that for a second. What are 10 things that could, that could stop you from achieving your goal? Name the goal and ask yourself why you haven't moved the needle on it in the past. Why you haven't been able to move the needle on it much this year, right? And if you, and if you are honest with yourself, you look at the problems on the outside as well as on the inside, but thinking of 10 things is actually pretty hard because usually there aren't 10 things that are stopping you. But trying to think of 10 things will usually force you to dig a little bit deeper because typically it's not until number about seven or maybe number eight that you really reach the gold nugget and the real problem is within you, not inside you. I'm gonna give you an example. Another way to go about this too, if you're like, Justin, I can't seem to get to it by trying to list the 10 things. Another great way to break down through the symptoms of your goal failure and really figure out what the root cause of your goal failure is is to do something called the five whys. Have you all ever heard of the five whys before? I'll put a yes in the chat if you ever heard of five whys before. Five whys was actually developed as a corporate um, brainstorming strategy to, to basically solve problems in the corporate marketplace. 
in a big business. But it, 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 you can apply it to anything, which is why I love it. And especially to entrepreneurship is amazing. But I, I'm going to give you an example. I was having, uh, I was having a coaching, coaching conversation with a client of mine. This is a couple years ago. And they had hired me for executive coaching. And we had sessions every two weeks. And we were going to do that for six months, right? So every two weeks, uh, we would meet together. We would strategize. We would talk about what they're working on. We would figure out our, our, our growth plan, their executables for the upcoming two weeks. Uh, we'd break down exactly what they needed to do, how to do it. When the call was over, I'd always check in. Are you good and clear on what we need to do, what we're focused on for two weeks? Yep, Justin, I've got it. Are you crystal clear on exactly what you need to do? I've got it. Do you have any questions for me? No, I'm good. All right, I'll see you in two weeks. Go get them. And we hang up the call. And then what would happen? Two weeks later, we'd get back on the call again, and I'd be like, all right, so tell me how the two weeks was. How did it go? Well, you know, last week, the last two weeks was tough. I had this, 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 and this. Be like, all right, well, based upon what we talked about last time, what were you able to get accomplished? Honestly, Justin, I wasn't able to get a lot of that done. Just some stuff came up and blah, 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 blah. And there's always excuses. Session after session after session after session. And this went on for three months. They hired me for six months of coaching. Three months. So, and it was like every time there was always a new excuse. Every time there was always something else that got in the way, an unforeseen problem. There was always something that was causing them not to move the needle on the goals that they had set for themselves. So it was like, it was like I don't even know what it was. Eight, eight, week eight, week 10, whatever that was. Um, we got on our Zoom together and I had kind of gotten fed up with the excuses. And so like, all right, Justin, what are we going to talk about today? I said, I don't believe today we're going to talk about what you think we're going to talk about. Today we're going to talk about why you hired me exactly. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, you're paying me a lot of money. Each one of these sessions is costing you several hundred dollars. You realize that, right? And they're like, yeah. I said, so what I'm trying to figure out is why, why you hired me for coaching if you don't plan to do anything that I coach you to do? And it got a little quiet, a little awkward for just a second. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm, I'm being totally genuine and serious. I said, because honestly, I don't want to keep, continue taking your money if you're not going to do anything that I coach you to do. Because really, when it really boils down to it, what I'm telling you to do works. My coaching works. The advice and the strategy and the guidance that I'm giving you, I'm giving it to you because it works. So it becomes tremendously frustrating to me when I know what you're capable of. I see your potential and I'm giving you my best guidance and my best advice and you're not applying it. So what we're going to do today is we're going to get to the root issue of why you're not moving the needle and why you're not taking the steps. So first thing we need to do, and this is the process of the five whys. Michelle, what's up, girl? Thanks for coming in. This is the process of the five whys if you've never learned it. First of what you want to do is you want to clearly define the problem in one sentence. So I, so I told my client, I said, what I want you to do is I want you to try to clearly identify the problem that you believe we have today and try to define it in one sentence. And she's like, okay. And it took a minute for us to, to define it. And, she, and eventually we talked through it a little bit. And so what she identified was the problem. She said, I believe in your coaching. I know what I need to do. I'm just struggling to find the time to do it. That's how she defined the problem that we have. So it wasn't a matter of my coaching. It wasn't a matter of that she didn't know how or she didn't know what to do. It was a matter of she said she didn't have the time to do. She didn't feel like she had the time. 
So define the problem. If you're taking notes, and I would love for you to take notes because it's a powerful process. You want to, if you're struggling with goal failure and you're finding yourself repeating the same patterns over and over and over, try to define what you believe is the problem in one sentence. So in this case, what she said was the problem was, I know what I need to do. I believe in your coaching, but I'm just struggling to find the time to implement the things that you're telling me to do. I said, okay, why? Why number one? Why? Why are you struggling to find time to implement the things that you that you know you need to do? And she had to think about that for a second. She's like, well, I'm a giver. I, she's like, I'm a giver. I do so much for so many people. I, I, I'm constantly serving people. I, I always have something on my plate. I'm serving my family. I'm serving my friends. I'm serving my church. I have all these different things. And she's like, I'm just so I'm just I'm I'm struggling to do to find the time because I'm just I'm just pouring out for so many people. So okay, that's realistic. I said okay. I said well, you're in charge of your schedule, right? And she's like, yeah. I said you're the one that chooses what you say yes to and what you say no to, correct? Nobody's forcing any of the stuff on you. She's like, well, I said, just be honest. You're the one that's in charge of your schedule. She said, yeah, all right. So why number two? Why number two was, why are you allowing your schedule to be so full that you are do not have time to do what's really important to you, which is build this business? Why are you scheduling yourself so full? Why are you allowing yourself to be scheduled so full? And she had to think about that one for a minute. She's like, and she, I think at first, if I recall, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I said, yeah, you do. I said, you just have to admit it to yourself. And I said, I'll wait. I said, but you, you have to admit it to yourself. Why are you allowing your schedule to be so full? Eventually, she said, I'm allowing my schedule to be so full because I like to be busy. Okay. Why number three? Why do you like to be busy? She's like, I like to be busy because I feel, it makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. It makes me feel like I'm doing something. It makes me feel like I'm progressing and that I'm and that I'm contributing to something in some way. She's like, I'm I'm allowing my schedule to be full because I, I like to feel busy. I said, Okay. But you're but you're not busy doing the right things, right? You're you're you know I mean, you hired me to help you build this business. I said, are, are you passionate about this business? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you want to succeed in the business? She's like, yes, I do. I said, okay, so you're passionate about this business. You're making a significant investment in me to coach you. Why are you allowing yourself to be so busy? And, and why are you intentionally scheduling yourself so full that you are not allowing room to work on the things that are most important to your business? why are you intentionally over scheduling yourself that's why number four she started crying ah there it is we found it i said now all you have to do is verbalize it you have to get it out of your mouth but this is the root the root of your goal failure we got to get to the inside of it this is your internal environment because everything that she had everything that she had expressed to me up until this point was her external environment her external excuses i'm like we got to get past all this external stuff all these reasons why you can't because of all this stuff going on around you and i got to get to what's going on inside of you because what's going on inside of you is the real problem and until you deal with that real problem 
you're going to continue to struggle with symptomatic behavior. You're going to continue to struggle with the same feelings and the same excuses and the same problems that you are creating for yourself because you're not willing to deal with what's going on in here. So I asked her that fourth why, and she started crying. I said, take your time, but I need you to verbalize it. I need you to put it into words, what you're feeling. I need you to explain to me why you are intentionally overscheduling yourself so you don't have the time to do what you have paid me to coach you to do. I need you to be honest with yourself. And it took a bit, and eventually she said, I don't feel like success is possible for me. Okay, there it is. I don't feel like success is possible for me. And then we had to deal with that. That's the root, we found the root. Then we had to work on that. And I had to take another four sessions over the course of two months to work just on her belief system. But I'll tell you this, y'all, listen. There is no level of training, there's no level of guidance, there's no level of support, no level of money that will take you beyond your belief system. Because if you don't believe it's possible for you, it will not happen for you. But there's so many factors of internal, in, in, internal, um, I'm gonna call it an infection. It's like an, in, it's an infection in your system. And if you try to mask that and cover that up and, and then blame, blame, blame the results of it on your external environment, you'll continue to deal with these things. We, we unconsciously create these excuses because something deeper and more significant is in the way and we don't know it. Or if we, if we do know it, we don't, want to, we don't want to admit it. So the issue is often rooted in fear. And it could be anything from a fear of failure to a fear of success to just a complete lack of self-worth or a belief in your ability to be successful. But what are the odds of you getting what you want if you continue to buy into those excuses or worse, if deep down inside you actually don't believe success is possible for you? I've seen so many, so many examples from the clients that I work with that struggle with the lack of discipline or, or procrastination, or brain fog, you call it, or self-sabotage, or a lack of focus, or inconsistency. All of those are symptoms. They're all symptoms. Put symptoms in the chat stream. Because every single one of them is a result of something going on on the inside. Floor, we're gonna, we're gonna get there. We'll see if we get you there by the end of this video, all right? They're symptoms of an infection. And the infection is internal, not external. The tricky part, about dealing with that infection is that it can't be healed or removed by anybody else but you. You have to identify it. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be willing to release it. But then how do I do that? Okay. Sometimes the mere recognition of the problem will push will push someone to act because I think I think you know for for a goal-driven individual that's usually how a goal goal-driven individual is wired. So if you have goals in the first place and there's things that you are you are passionate about pursuing and driven to pursue sometimes the mere recognition of that problem will push you and drive you to go after the change. Because even with this client that I work I've been coaching her for a long time and and we got we got to this issue this issue that she had inside was a block. It had blocked her for a very, very, very long time. But once we identified it, once she identified it, 
because it wasn't a matter of I didn't tell her what her problem was, and that's important. So those guys that are coaches, or if you are being coached, you 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 have to arrive at this conclusion, and you have to be honest with yourself, and you have to identify this on your own. So I said the tricky part of this dealing with it is that it can't be healed by your coach. It can't be healed by your pastor. It can't be healed by your mentor. It's got to be addressed and dealt with by you. You have to identify it, and you have to be willing to release it. But if you are a goal-driven individual, once you identify that internal issue and you're honest with yourself and you're like, I'm here. I realize this. Just like my client said, I don't believe success is possible for me. She's bawling. You know, and and she was almost angry when she said it. She's like, I don't believe success is possible for me. I said, there. There it is. We had to get that out. But I tell you what, like once she got that out, it's like yanking a root system out of a garden. It's like, and then you got that open soil. And just imagine that. Imagine how long that root has been in there. And imagine how deep it's gone and how it's suffocated the other growth of the of, of the plants around it and you grab a hold of that root system and you yank it out what happens is it pulls the root system out and it opens up the soil and all that new soil gets new light and new oxygen and now imagine what can be planted there in that area imagine what will grow there in that area because that root system is finally gone you you address that thing you 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 be honest with yourself and you let that out it something shifts inside of you and just like it did with my client, where once she identified, she said, I don't believe success is possible for me. I'm like, okay, there it is. That's the problem. That's where we're going to do some work. Right? And it, and honestly, y'all, most often it takes a fair amount of work to release something like that and to grow and change. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, like, I, I believe that that goal that you have is worth fighting for. Do you? Like, is that is that goal that you have worth fighting for? Is it worth working for? Is it worth sweating for, sacrificing for? Like, consider how long that internal block that this particular client that I had, consider how long that internal block had been in existence. Five years, 10 years, a lifetime. Like, it didn't get there overnight, and it's not going to go away overnight. But anything worth doing is worth doing slowly, if necessary. So I'm going to give you a, a, a couple thoughts and then I'm going to get you out of here, right? Dealing with this internal stuff is is it can be a bit of a delicate process. But I'll tell you that the, the process of the five whys, again, very simple. You, you address where you are today and you identify the problem that you have and try to identify it in one sentence. The problem that I have today is, in this case, what, the, what my client said was that I know what I need to do I trust in your coaching, but I just don't have the time to apply what I know I need to do. All right, that's our problem. Once you identify the problem, then you simply ask yourself why five times. Sometimes you get to the answer before you get to the fifth why. Like in this case, I we got to the root of her problem on number four. Like I asked her why four times. So she started with, uh, I'm just so busy, I'm a giver. That was a deflection mechanism. She's trying to deflect her problems by saying it's other people's pro- it's other people's fault that I can't do what I'm doing. That was a deflect. And I'm like, but you're in charge of your schedule, right? You're the one that's saying yes to all this. So why are you allowing all these things to consume your schedule? And then I brought it back to internal. So that was that was why number two. 
And then she's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm intentionally scheduling myself because I like to be busy. And I'm like, why do you like to be busy? Because it makes me feel like I'm important. It makes me feel like I'm being productive. Why do you need to schedule yourself, overschedule yourself to be busy and be productive instead of doing the things that you actually want to do? And, and it came down to the last one because I don't be, believe success is possible for me. So it took a while to get there. But the cool thing about the five whys is you can use this on someone else. You can coach your kids with this. You can coach, you can, you and your spouse can work through challenges with this way. You can, you can, you can self coach yourself using this. All right. So, um, the five whys is powerful. If you learn nothing else from today, learn that the five whys is incredibly, incredibly powerful. So to, to wrap this up and if you're dealing with this, you know, if you, I once you identify your internal issue, the first thing to abolish is any belief that you can do it alone. All right. Asking for help does not make you weak. It makes you human. The most brilliant and successful entrepreneurs on the planet surround themselves with advisors and mentors and coaches and accountability partners that help them, support them, guide them through the growth that they're trying to experience. All right. That's the first thing. So get help in whatever way you're trying to get some help. All right. Secondly, it's important to, to if, if you're working through goal failure, if goal th- failure has been a consistent issue with you in the past, I'm going to challenge you in this season at the beginning of 20 and 22 to base your most immediate goals on changing the way you think rather than simply results oriented goals. So for example, let's say that you recently started a new business and you have an upcoming product launch or something and you're, and you're preparing for that. And so if that's the case, you have a results-oriented goal that would be something like, I'm going to launch my brand new program on April 1st and my goal is to acquire 10 new paying clients. Okay, that's a great goal. But if you don't, it, but that's a great goal if you don't have any internal blocks because there is absolute, listen to me all, there is absolute, there, there is one absolute necessity for you to accomplish that goal and that's believability. You have to be believable. Like, would you would you guys say I'm a I'm a believable? Like, those guys have known me for a long time. Like, when I do something, I do it. I'm all in, unwavering, without any doubt in my mind that it'll absolutely be a tremendous success. Right? I'm believable. You have to be believable. And so, if you're wrestling with internal blocks, if you're wrestling with an internal infection, like I don't believe success is possible for me. Or, or I don't know if I'm actually really going to be able to get any paying clients, or I don't know if this is really going to work for me. If you're, if the, if you got that infection in your system, and you try to go after a, a results-oriented goal, carrying your internal infection into the mix, it will fail because it'll become evident through your actions, through the way you carry yourself, through the way you speak, because it, it it's sab- your, the internal stuff sabotages everything external. You have to be believable. But once you do that internal work, the cool thing is you get this release. You get this release that's that there'll be no stopping you from building the business of your dreams, accomplishing every single one of your audacious and ambitious goals, quarter after quarter, year after year. I, I mean, honestly, y'all, I honestly can't remember the last time that I failed to achieve a goal that I set out to pursue. Since, since, I dealt with my own internal blocks because I carried them into my business. I've been in business for seven years. The first two years of my business were 
the hardest years of my life, personally, professionally, spiritually, financially. I, I was dealing with so many different things from my past that I was that I was carrying into my future. I was projecting my past into my potential, and I was feeling like uh, people aren't going to believe in me because who am I to, to come out here and to teach and speak? Who's going to listen to me? What value do I have? I don't know if I'll ever be able to. to you know, all this garbage, all this garbage that's going on internally. If you if you carry that stuff with you, it will cause you to project your past into your potential. And it'll limit, absolutely limit and block what you are able to accomplish. But once you realize that, you, once you once you pull that stuff up and you eradicate it from your system, it, it's like yanking that root out of the soil. And all of a sudden you got this fresh oxygen and this fresh sunlight and this fresh room to breathe and to grow and to plant new things and to water that soil and to cultivate and to create things that you would have never been otherwise able to create with that same thorny root system was continuing to take over your system it's possible your dream is possible your gift is possible the only thing stopping you is you the only thing stopping you is that internal environment that you are allowing to infect your system and your circumstances and your environment all right if you're done running in that same circle and you want some help free for you to reach out to me it would be my pleasure to serve you i believe in you you are gifted. You know why I believe in you? Because, because how many of y'all have a passion for what you do? Like, how many of y'all are passionate about what you do? How many of y'all love what you do? How many of y'all have a goal this year that you are like, I cannot wait to accomplish this. I cannot wait to achieve that. I can't wait to get to that level. I can't wait to achieve that milestone. I can't wait to get to that point where I can impact that those kind of lives or solve those kind of problems. Like how many of y'all have that passion to do something, to be something, to accomplish more, to acquire more, to build more, to impact more, to influence more than you ever have in your life? How many of y'all are passionate about that? I am. What's awesome is that the Lord planted that passion there. He gave you that passion. He's the one that... But he's the one to put it there inside of you. And God's word says he will equip you with everything that you need to do exactly what he has called you to do. So I know full well that that gifting and that passion, that desire that you have inside of you was planted by the Lord. And I also know that based upon his word, he has given you everything that you need today to do exactly what you need to do today. You may not have today what you need to do next week, but you have today what you need to do today. Every single one of us, have an assignment on our lives today, y'all. You believe that? I believe that 100%. Every one of us have an assignment on our lives today. We have something that we are designed to accomplish today, something that we are supposed to do today. You have what you need to do today. The only thing that's stopping you is you. What you got going on up here and what you got going on in here, all right? That's what I got for you today, y'all. I appreciate your time and attention. That's your number one reason why entrepreneurs, why business owners, why goal getters fail to achieve their goals is your internal environment. Work on that internal environment today. See if you find any internal root systems that you need to be yanking out and getting you ready to really get after the best year that you've ever had, all right? Guys, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I know, I don't even know how long I've been on here. 40 minutes is, is so valuable. I appreciate your time and attention. Get about your Friday. Get about your weekend. Get about your day. Holler at me if you need anything. It's my pleasure to serve. I'd be happy to serve. You guys can check me out, justincappinpro.com. Guys, have a beautiful weekend, and I will see you guys all around the web. All right, take care, and God bless y'all.